Welcome to the Lingless Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. everybody welcome back to the linguist lounge it's luke and heather and we are here on a tuesday after a long weekend Mm -hmm. so hope everybody had a fantastic labor day how ironic is it that we have a holiday that celebrates work (laughs) (laughs) appropriate and then we get to be not at work on it sort of (laughs) well i mean i mean yeah we're not here but like i just think about all the countless number of people around the world that are working Uh on labor day on labor day and, and the people, yeah, like we went out to eat, so mm-hmm. like they were working. Yep, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, <laughs> so Heather, what did you do? What did y'all do this weekend? We went to uh, swimming at my. So my brother has a. Both my brothers went have to a swimming. Pool. We went swimming, um, but both my brothers have a pool. My one brother is at his house. The other one is like a really big pool because they live in like a community. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we went to that pool, which mm-hmm. was fun. This is like the zero entry or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna invite you, but then you said you didn't have any. So then I was like, well. That is true. I'm sorry I had to take a drink. I'm parched. It's very warm in this room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, turn the fan on. Oh, gosh, yes, the fan. The fan. There we go. Um, and then, But we didn't really celebrate, like, I mean, yeah, we didn't really celebrate well, in no. a certain way. I don't really feel like there is a celebration for this. I did make one of my favorite meals. I made Mississippi fat roast. Ooh. <sighs> I don't know what makes it Mississippian. Uh, yes, yeah, see, uh, the part the only part that I can think that makes it that way is the fact that it's like super easy. Like oh. pepperoncinis, like a ranch packet and mm-hmm. like a au jus mm-hmm. packet. Like that sounds like something for Mississippi. So no offense, Mississippians. <laughs> and butter. Like lots of yes, butter. But yes, I didn't yes, have yes. lots of butter, but it was still really, really good. We don't really eat red meat at my house, uh, uh, honestly and yeah. oddly. I don't w- I wouldn't say it's odd. I think a lot of people don't, but yeah, we don't. That wouldn't be something we would eat. You would eat. Yeah, I just yeah. really the sauce, the gravy or whatever. Yeah, is really good. I made mashed potatoes. Amazing. So it, it I mean, we didn't really do anything, but Nothing it was nice. Spectacular. That, yeah, it to just have the day. Yeah, like that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. You you got nice shoes on today, Heather. Well, thank you. Those watches. Shopping, like I, went, I bought this dress too. Mm-hmm. The dress is new. Like, just I love. I mean, I went thrifting. Like that's what I enjoy doing because yeah, I don't like it to cost money, like a lot of money. <laughs> If I could steal it, I would. Yeah. So I'd much <laughs> rather, yeah. Thrifting. No, I totally understand that. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? What did you guys do? We had a real long week last week with our four-year-old. Mm. And so Sent her we, away. Well, <laughs> we were just like kind of kicking around ideas about that. And uh-huh. then she like she loves her grandfather and he loves to spend time with mm-hmm. her. And they're great. Like he's great. So... We sent, we did send her away, kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it Let was nice because, loves, yeah. Like. Well, we didn't like, we never get that. Yeah. We never get to spend time by ourselves right. and like do things we want to do, and yeah. So it was nice. We like went out to eat like a bunch. We br- we really didn't eat at the house at all. Mm-hmm. It was great, and then we went to see the Barbie movie oh, Saturday, okay. which was great. Did you go to the one? Yeah, in town. In town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, and then uh, just like. Kicked around, laid around. Nice. It was really nice, yeah. It's good I to mean, have days like that every once in a while. We did a lot of like, it was nice because it, I don't know, when you have kids, it's you're, you're less uh, you're less inclined and less able to just be like, let's just go real quick and do blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so we would just be like, you want to go do, you want to go to Target? Just like randomly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like 630. That mm-hmm. would never have happened. Yeah. Because you got to get bedtime. And it was nice. Yeah. And yeah. when we, when she came back, she... uh she, he, he told me, or he told us that she was great, excellent the entire, that she didn't whine, she didn't cry, hmm. she didn't complain about anything. Wow. And I was like, oh, so it's just us then. She needed a break too. I mean, that's. You no, know. Well, she came home and was an actual terror. Really? Again, a little huh. bit. Yeah. But it, I mean, I, I I keep on going. I have this like running rhetoric in my mind about how I would much rather her be that way to me. Oh, yeah. Than to anyone Absolutely. else. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. You know, we, but we had a lot of fun. We just, like, like I said, we slept in. Mm. Megan was like, it was so nice. I didn't have to worry about anybody else for yep. a couple of days. You don't have to worry about feeding anybody yeah. else. 
Yep. And then this morning she went to school. <laughs> so it was like, uh, yes. it was a, you know, she, I think she, she really enjoyed herself down there too. Yeah. So well, yeah. yeah, well just new environment. I mean, if we enjoy mm-hmm. vacations, I mean, kids do too. Like yes, that's very true. That was so good. I think it was good for everybody. Yeah. But and it's a short week now. So, mm-hmm, and we have mm-hmm. homecoming here at yes. the end of the week. It is homecoming. A bit crazy. It is. I have uh, decided to not dress up. Ah. I just, I don't know, man. The, the every year that homecoming comes around, uh-huh. I just like go all out. And I feel like the amount of stress that I put on myself doing that is not worth it. Mm. And I, it's it's nothing against the days. They're, they're cute days. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, I just don't want to. Yeah, expand. I would have participated in today if I had cowboy boots. And I'm thinking about, I maybe want some cowboy boots. Well, that doesn't seem like a you thing. It but now that you drive a truck, drive maybe a truck, it does. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they go hand in hand. Th- for those of you who don't know, you, you don't know because you would have not known this anyway. <laughs> Heather has been pining over this Dodge truck that mm-hmm. she got this summer I'm so happy for 25 years probably. Uh-huh. She finally got it. Finally and now she's, she's different. I love it so much. She is different. I love driving a truck. Yep. I mean, so I can see the dust coming off of you <laughs> as you walk by. Love it. You know Pigpen in yeah. the Charlie Brown? Is that me now? Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. I, there's just, I don't know what it is. There's just something, it's different. It's yes, 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 yes. It's different. I can throw my kayaks in the back and mm-hmm. just said, I did that this, yeah. I did that this weekend too. That was great. Also. Your countenance is different. Yeah? Yeah. Driving a truck, I just, I, I don't know. Sh- and it's also not, it's not just that, it's not just the truck. It's also like, like a dream. Like uh-huh. I've had that dream yes. since high school. I think that's mostly it probably. You know, and like finally, like, ugh, you know, it's when we lived in Germany, <laughs> to drive a truck in Germany, they would have been like, you have lost your mind and nobody would talk to me. I would it's have no friends. less about the truck and more about the, the dream of the right. truck. Yeah. I just need you to know that your husband is outside the door with coffee. Oh. And he's, we're recording. Well, here, why don't you, <laughs> you introduce the topic. Okay. No, it's fine. I want this to be part of it. I'm going to go get my coffee real quick. He's right there. Just open the window. Oh, this door. How do you yeah. get in? Wow. I don't know. It's Somebody magical. let him in, I guess. Should we Should we introduce him? You can if you want okay. to. Here. You're not. She's so far away from the board. It's here. like Come say wh- hi. a web of. This is, this is Dr. Burt. Say hi. Hi. Are you discussing linguistics? Not yet. Not yet, but we're going to. Well, actually, we're not even going to s- discuss linguistics. Today, yeah, no. This is merely teacher business. Yeah, teacher business teacher today. Bus- teacher business, uh, teachers of linguistic business. No normies allowed. Yeah. No well, he kind of he kind of is. A little that's bit. true. No, he, that's true. I mean, he he did it actually at private school. Yeah. He, he was a language teacher, so yeah. He no ex teachers allowed. No ex teachers allowed. Mm-hmm. But thank you for the chai. I appreciate it, baby. Thank you. I hope the podcast goes well. It will. Thank you so much. Thank you for your cameo. Joe MJ over West Wilson Middle School. Oh, no. We, we don't say Beep. school names. Beep. Redacted. Beep. Um, yay, our daughter who plays soccer. Yay. Perfect. <laughs> I love him so much. He's the most awkward person I've ever met. I hope he <laughs> listens to this. but I think that's what happens when you're. When you're in his line when you of get work, that smart, yeah. Well, that too. Oh, yes, Doctor. Doctor Brett. Doctor Burt. Doctor Burt. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I I, I could have introduced the topic, but I felt like it would be more f- it would be f- more humorous to just let that mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, it was fun. This is like whose line is in anyway, but in a podcast form where the there's no rules and the points don't matter. Everything's made up. Uh-huh. I did love that show. Yes. That was a great show. Well, I mean, if you're into improv, then you would be, and yeah. you're definitely into improv. I, do like I feel improv. like if you're a teacher, you are an improv. You are mm-hmm. in improv. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I do think that is a big part of it. Yes, but I don't think that everybody is good at that. No, absolutely not. Well, some people need a script. Yeah, and I feel like that's not me. Mm-hmm. But I like I do like to have some sort of plan. But that's another story. Yeah, but I can go off script if needed. So anyway, mm-hmm. we have. So not only is it homecoming week, mm-hmm. not only was it a holiday mm-hmm. and we had the first day of the week that we didn't come to school, but also we have the distinct honor of having parent-teacher conferences this week here uh, at our plan, school. I plan that. Yeah, I don't know. And you know what the funny thing is, is like I actually have a meeting after it. After? Yeah. What? So after I'm I'm going to Italy oh. and I have a mandatory meeting. After? For well, because the the different high school doesn't have teacher, parent teacher conferences the same day as we do. Mm, that's so a long day. That's it's more than twelve hours. Very long, very long. Thursday. But it's going to be fun. So Better buckle up for Thursday. So on Thursday we are going to have parent teacher conferences. We're kind of blessed in a lot of ways because I just feel like we don't have as many here as I've seen people have before. Slash, 
there's not anybody standing over you being like, you're required to meet with parents. Like, it's really just if they want to meet with you, Mm -hmm. they can. Which, I mean, uh, did you send anything out? Never do. (laughs) You never do? I do sometimes, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, This is the first year that I haven't. Yeah. No, I haven't in the past. The first year I did, but it was like the day before. Because I (laughs) I literally forgot. (laughs) That was like me forgetting. But then last year I was just like, man, people will come if they want to. And they do. Like usually when I send out something and if I send an email with something, people don't either they don't look at it or they don't respond to it. So I'm just like, man. Yeah. Nothing against. People are busy. And it's it's really difficult, especially if you have multiple kids at multiple schools to be invested in your email in that regard. Which, and I mean, if as long as it's been advertised by our school, yes, then like if you yeah. have a concern, like come yep. and we'll talk. People can drop by, yes. and I think I think that's kind of the thing. Like, you know, if you have something that's like really that needs to be discussed, that you would have had to have set up prior to the day. But also the people who you actually would want to talk with. Oh yes, but also I feel like this is this is sort of a random. Not it is related, but it isn't. But I feel like. On a whole, it's always the people. The people that show up are always the people I don't care. I don't. It's not that I don't care about them, but mm-hmm. I don't need to speak with them. Right. Like their kids are great. Right. It's Which the parents. I don't mind bragging about them. No, like not that's, at all. I'll do that. Not it's at fine. all. Except for I had a student last year who. <laughs> this year it's better because I feel like I know I know the kids a little bit more. I feel like it was earlier last year, but maybe I just made that up. Hmm. But I feel like I had a kid who came to no, it was open house. Open had a, house, this, yeah. Because this kind of feels a little open housey. Yeah, it's it wasn't parent teacher conference, but it might as well have been because I had parents that I had to talk to. But um, I had a t- I had a parent who came by last year with her kid with her, mm. and I totally was like, oh yeah. She was like, yeah. Um, so and so tells me that her class is real crazy, and I was like, yeah, but they're fine. I love fifth block, and she wasn't in fifth block. Oops. She was not in fifth block. <laughs> so, you know, that happened and has happened and probably will happen well, again. Well, that's but what, when it happens so early in the year that you mm-hmm. do run a risk of that because, yes. like, you don't know him yet. Like no. And she could have just been any old random person off the street. Did really. she know that? Yeah, I mean, she knew she, she was I don't think block. they caught it. Because ah, okay. if, if they had, she w- the, the student would have told me. Ah. Definitely. Because she's in my Spanish three class. I've had her three times. Uh-huh. So she would have told me about now, and she didn't. Yeah, I so. see. I just the parents that I would want to, and I've done that before, where I've just emailed the parents yeah. of like kids who was, are not passing, yeah. and the ra- rate is the same. Like yeah. they still don't come in. So, yeah. Yeah. well, and I guess <laughs> I say all that to say like everybody's in a different situation, and you may have to meet with parents. I know at a school that I taught before here, we like had to, like we had to fill out the, or not fill out, but fill up the schedule. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it was wow. it was a bad it was a bad situation. And I'm if you're in that situation, you may be in a better situation than I was, but I'm just gonna tell you mine was bad. <laughs> mine was like we didn't even have school that day. It was like from ten to six. Ugh. And it was like thirty minute Ugh. blocks. So That's awful. Yeah, it was awful. Anyway, so I thought what we could do this week is we could just run down like what are we doing? Like how are we preparing for parent teacher mm-hmm. conferences? Because a lot of times I feel like Especially these little like nuanced things where you're like, okay, well, how how are we gonna sit? Like, what do I want? My do I need to play music? Do I want the lights down? Do I mm-hmm. need a sign in sheet? But like things you don't really think of until like it's probably too late. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. you are either you've either got one coming up or you don't have one for a while. So this will be helpful to helpful. you. Yeah. I would say by this point, you probably if if anybody's had a parent teacher conference so far. I'm sorry for you because it really you really do need to get at least a month in before you start meeting with parents because well, otherwise and we started really early like August 1 is the early start date yeah too so but also like I feel I just feel like you need at least a month to get, get to, to know them, them and Absolutely. to have a, b- a b- body of work yeah. to be comparing I just now know their names out of context like yeah. for a while you know you only know their names like when they're sitting where they're yeah. supposed to yeah. and like out in the hall like now I feel confident that I could say their name out in the hallway and yes also, it feels like to me that you are, it, Heather, I have this, if I was listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and I was not li- like in the room with you, it would mm-hmm. feel like you were just doing your microphone like this, just like pulling it away from your mouth because you, sometimes it's loud and sometimes it's quiet. Oh, oh, should I hold it? You Listen. have to put it on your mouth, I think. Okay. Just well, I, I am also drinking my chai that Dr. Burt brought me. Dr. Burt. Sounds yeah. like a b- knockoff Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Anyway, so I've broken this down into a couple of categories, and they're all A's. Mm. They're all start with A because I am nothing if not a genius. <laughs> so the first one is attitude. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I say attitude, mm-hmm. I don't mean like, do you have an attitude? <laughs> I mean like, 
what kind of attitude should we should you be going into your parent teacher conferences with? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we fall into this trap of thinking, and this is I, t- I started telling Heather this story earlier, and then I was like, nope, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Mm. So this is live. This yes, is live reaction. Sometimes in the past, I've gone into this season of doing parent teacher conferences with the attitude that's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I can't believe that I have to meet with parents, and mm-hmm. I feel like I maybe we should switch that a little bit because mm-hmm. truly if you're if there is a parent coming to see you they care enough about their child's mm-hmm. education and meeting you and knowing who you are that mm-hmm. you maybe should give it a little bit more attention i'm not saying that you should be the most joyful charismatic enigmatic person in the world but like to have a different viewpoint instead of being like oh my god this is something i have to do is like mm-hmm. this is something that i get to do like i get mm-hmm. to interface with like the kids that I speak to every single day and educate, I get to like make an impression on their parents. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously you've already made one. So now you want to just continue it. So right. like, what am I doing before this even happens to like get myself ready and right for the, for me to be meeting parents. So that's, like, that's a good way to think about it because like, yeah, if they do care enough, which I mean, some people did come by already for like that open house night yeah. that we had. Um, but this, now that they've, you know, we've got grades, I've actually got lots of grades in there. Yeah. Um, now we have something to talk about and yeah, to be just kind of be grateful, I guess a little bit too. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I said, like if they care enough about their kids' education to like try to be a part of what's happening, then mm-hmm. I feel like we should at least, you know, like show them a little bit of care. Like, and, and I guess what I mean is like show them that we're, we are going to give them our time in an equitable equitable way just as we would someone else like or just I don't as know. we do for their kids well day. yeah because it really is i mean at the, at the end of the day like we do this because we're required to but we also do it because it's part of our job so like for me like the day of i just try to do things i was i was trying to think trying to figure out a way to articulate this in the way that doesn't sound like it's an easy day for like me or for my classes but i try to like make it be a lighter day so that I have more energy at Mm. the end of the day when the parents actually come to school to put towards having conversations about their children. Mm -hmm. So like if you can do an activity that's like less where you're teaching, like I'm not instructing all day long Mm -hmm. so that I have like, number one, I'm not exhausted. And number two, like I haven't been speaking all day long and then I have to wax poetic about every child whose parent shows up. Mm -hmm. So it's like I go through and just make sure that like, they have they're they have something to do that's like a review or like practicing some some kind of skill but like I'm not going to go on Thursday and teach a brand new concept mm-hmm. to my classes because yeah. I just I, I know myself and I know that I'll be ex- extremely exhausted mm-hmm. at the end of the well, day. Well, and because we kind of have to keep in mind too for us, and this won't be this way for everybody because who plans homecoming in the same week as parent teacher conference? Yeah. Is the next day is also very short because of the schedule that yeah. we'll have, so that'll also throw everybody off. Yeah. So it's for me, it's like finding out a way to be effective without like ex- like stressing myself out or maybe that's a bad way to put it but well to leave yourself some space like yes. to make sure that you've got the bandwidth to exactly that's exactly going. the word bandwidth <laughs> and i feel like another thing that would be really good is like between the time that you know the kids leave school and the parents arrive mm. you've got a little bit of time to just like think about like for me i i kind of just keep a running list in my head anyways of like okay what kid is so, so I know the kids that are outstanding, mm-hmm. right? And we know the kids that are not. Mm. But who? What about Joe in the middle? Mm-hmm. What can I say about him? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I find myself coming up at a loss, or maybe like coming up like with nothing. If a parent's like, if I'm trying to share good things about that kid, that's not right. remarkable. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's not. Mm-hmm. There's they're not bad, but they're not like exceptional. And I'm trying to find ways to express like how they're doing and like mm-hmm. the work that they give me that doesn't sound like, Oh, they're just man. Or the kids say mid, you yeah, know, like yeah. they're just mid. But, yeah. and so I try to figure out ways. Cause you like, the reality is you're, you're only going to be, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to break down the fourth wall here of teaching. You could reuse the same thing for two kids. Like you could say the same thing about two kids. Yeah. Cause they're not going to compare notes. Yeah. And the parents are not in the same room together. So like, you know, for me, like if I know Susie, I really wish I could use their real names because I feel like Susie's such a t- like it's not a dumb name. Sorry, Susie's out well, there. You can say that you changed their names and you didn't really change their names. That's yeah. Thing too. Well, I know, but that's a lie and that's morally wrong. But <laughs> it's not a lie. You did change it. You didn't say the last name. Anyway, Susie is brilliant. Susie's a great <laughs> worker. She has a great work ethic. She speaks in class. She answers questions out loud. Okay, 
Bobby's parents come in and he's like, okay, well, how's Bobby doing? Oh my gosh, Bobby's a great student. He has a great worth, work ethic. Mm-hmm. He speaks in class. He's a hard worker, yada, yada, yada. Like you're, you don't have to re, re, reinvent the wheel every right. time you have a parent come right. in. So, you know, that's Work smarter. Not harder. Yeah. So like yeah. for me, that's like getting myself, getting myself prepared is like number one, figuring out how can I make it better for myself during the day so I have the energy to do this? And then also, like, reviewing my notes on kids to make mm-hmm. sure that I know, like, what to say about them. Yeah. And just, like, having a, a bank, like, sort of a word bank to draw mm-hmm. from, too, because the worst thing in the world, I feel like, would be if you had a parent come in and ask you about their kid and then you're just crickets. Yeah. Well, and that kind of iterates, like, our point, too, as far as, like, just to know your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if we say you know the first month is really just about getting to know your kids i mean you're going to teach stuff too but like the better you know your kids the better you're going to be able to be prepared for something like this you know or just even to email them or anything like just knowing them what they're into you know how they work and i mean not only does it get better work from the kids themselves right but obviously it gives you more to report if you have a parent teacher conference or you know somebody emails you or whatever you know just (coughs) knowing them is pays just pays dividends in a lot of different areas yes and also like it i think it does come across as um more sincere like Mm -hmm. if you have if you're, I don't even know how to say, cause I don't want to say if you're being honest cause you, you are being honest in general, but if you have like specifics to mm-hmm. mention about their kids, like, you know, like it'd be one thing to be, to hear that your child is really great. But if you hear your child is really great from four teachers, like what does that do for yeah. you? Like I want to know. Like you were saying, I think you said something about work. Like if yeah. you, so when I have them come in, I'm going to have two chairs set up across the desk for me, but like <clears throat> I have student work in the cabinet, like right beside me. And like, I think that would be really cool. Like as a, you know, as a parent too, of you know, high school age children. Mm-hmm. Like if you could show me on a piece of paper, like what does their work in German lo- just look like? Because they've not ever had our kind of class before. Like they've been in math class. They've been in English class. They've mm-hmm. been blah, 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 blah. But what does, you know, a day look like when they come into yeah. your classroom, you know, and like, what does their work look like? Like, yeah. you know, they, c- we can go home and say like today I gave my kids homework. They were, I gave them an email and somebody counted the words. There's 135 words in the email. And they, I think there was seven in there that they didn't know and I was like that's a really big deal and we need to yep. take some time to celebrate that and so their homework assignment was to go home and be like okay mom dad or whoever they could find that's at home because you know not always mom and dad or you know they're busy or whatever mm-hmm. um, is just to sit down with somebody and be like okay how much of this email can you understand and then be like hey by the way I can understand all of it and you know I can actually just read it in English like I can translate the whole thing right now in front of you and like that's really impressive we've yeah. been at this for you know a week and a month a month and a week um <laughs> But just to kind of, you know, things like that where, you know, if the parent coming in wouldn't necessarily know that their kid has the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Or we don't even know what their expectations are that yep. their kid would be able to do at this point. So, yeah. like, having work available to show them or, you know, like you said, very specific example yeah. is that's what I would be looking for as a parent coming into my kid's world language classroom. That's a good place to jump. That's a good jumping off place, too, because I was thinking about some some parents just want to know what you do. Right. Like, what, what your daily routine yeah. is. like. You know, what do you, because a lot of times the kids will talk about one specific thing. And sometimes I I wonder if the parents know that there's more going on mm-hmm. than just like for me. For me, music is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like we do, we listen to a lot of music. We do a lot of music. We like do a music competition. We talked about this a thousand times on this podcast. But I want the kids to like talk to their families about that because I think that's exciting and like share the music with them. But also I want them to know what else we do. Right. Because that, you know, that's a big highlight. But also like what are the little or mm-hmm. or not Lesser little or but yeah or you know just like the minutiae of the day mm-hmm. like i want them to know about that too yeah so you know i think well, that that's or even and even for you too so like i was thinking you know most people what do they know about the world language classroom well they remember their spanish classes if they had spanish in high school because everybody had spanish in high school yeah um you know how that looked like for them and your classroom looks very different than my high school spanish classroom mm-hmm. did yeah. um and for me you know for them to see something besides the Nazis because that's all anybody knows yeah. about the Germans, you know. Yeah. But th- for them, I play music when they walk in, like for them to talk about mm-hmm. things that aren't historically related, you know, because we, I try not to do that because I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> bring yeah. it up into the century, yeah. you know, and let the Germans be a people rather than just a history lesson. Or an idea. Or an idea, yeah. exactly. Um, but just that they, you know, hopefully report on things like that. Yep. And then when they come into my classroom, they can see, you know, it's about so much more than, exactly. than what they thought. Which is great because number two is atmosphere. There we so go. So mm-hmm. we discussed 
sort of like the attitude of us really coming into this. Mm -hmm. But also, let's talk about what the atmosphere of your environment should be. Mm -hmm. So for me, Heather hit the nail on the head. Like, I want to represent, or not represent, but I want to give them a glimpse into like what a world, like what a fun, engaging Mm -hmm. world language classroom would be. Because like you said, there, there are a lot of parents who think back to when they were in high school and they thought, Oh, well when I was in Spanish, like we just sat there and we just did work out of a textbook. Mm -hmm. And for me, like that's not what we do. And I want, I want them to like, see like what, what their kids come into every day, Mm -hmm. you know? So what does that look like? You know, what does that look like for you? Like, well, how do you set your classroom up to mm-hmm. receive parents? Or do you, or do you? Well, uh, I, th- I was thinking about that because I want to give them an authentic experience. Like what we were talking about, like mm-hmm. what their kids walk into every day. But I, like you have started playing just music in general, because especially like German music, people I'm sure think of polka, you know, and that's it. So like, or like dubstep. Yeah. Or, or, um, what's it called? Like disco music. What's it called? Disco. Yeah, disco. Disco music. Mm -hmm. And like, so like German rap or, you know, other stuff, like just playing stuff that that kind of blows stereotypes out of the way, you know, and just is like, oh, they have music like we do, like just kind of makes it. Yeah. I don't know. Approachable. Approachable. Well, and also there's, I mean, just as a side note, there's a lot of great German music, like a lot that people don't because I (laughs) when I think about German music, I mean, obviously I have more of a foot in the world of music anyway but when i in the past when i thought about it i had thought about like very stereotypical right you know sort of like trope Mm -hmm. of what german music would be like and that even kind of goes into then when for example like we were doing oh my gosh today we had the name timo and lars and you might as well have thought i would say in something in an actual different language like words that they had never even heard before and so when they're here for example they come in and they hear german music and that's kind of blowing their stereotypes then it's not a far stretch when i say to them you know this is just different it's right the same but it's different they're just people's names yeah they're they're different but they're still names you know and just kind of sets the tone for i don't know differences but also just because it's different doesn't mean it's weird yes yeah um, and so cultural competence, cultural competence. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and not being stereotypically American. Yeah. In S-T-U-P-I-D. <laughs> well, and I think that that's, you know, like, an, I mean, I think that we all know this, but we don't we don't talk about it. Like we don't put a we don't put a, a definition to it. But a lot of the times we are teaching the kids how to teach their parents mm-hmm. not to be the way that maybe they are or have been. Mm hmm. You know, as as far as like stereotyping or even racism in some ways, mm-hmm. like we're yeah. we're really instilling these values into these children so they can go home and try to te- reteach their parents yeah. not to be that way. So, yeah. like I say that sometimes they'll say something that is it is racist, but yeah. a lot of times we think of racism in a very specific way, yeah. and I'm like, that's racist, and they're like, what? That's not, and I'm like. It you is. said something against another race, so yeah. that makes it racism. Yeah. yeah, but they've literally never thought of it that way. Yeah. It's it's fun blowing their their little stereotypes out of the water, but it's also a lot of work. <laughs> it really is. But I mean, like it it's I don't know. We didn't ask to be that. We didn't ask to do that, but we we have to. Right. I think it's that's our effect. responsibility. I think it's a side effect, yeah. 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 Okay, so I want to just uh, I want to update the last thing we said about the racism <laughs> because I was thinking about as we were talking about racism, I want to make sure that we're using the correct terminology. So actually it's xenophobia. Mm. Is culture or from another country so mm-hmm. when you're re- prejudiced or or uh you're being xenophobic but yeah against another people from a different country then mm-hmm. it's xenophobia so racism yes it very much does exist but so does xenophobia mm-hmm. and i feel like especially with with uh with german it would probably be more xenophobic mm-hmm. yeah but either way i mean we we're fight we're actively fighting against both of those things anyway. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that because I looked that up while you were talking. Because I was like, I think I'm using that word wrong. And well, either way, just like being not necessarily prejudice. Prejudice, yeah, yep. exactly. Making people yep. aware of their prejudice that they yes. don't even think is a prejudice. Yeah. Yes. So <coughs> going back to the atmosphere piece, like like we were talking about, it's our responsibility to give them. things that are authentic that are maybe stuff they've not been exposed to before and Mm. i mean that's for their parents too like when they come into my room they 
I think that they always like to do, I have this every year. They're like, oh, look at all these flags. I know what that flag is, but what's that flag? What's that flag? So it's, it's just a, it's a piece of, you know, education for them too. Cause mm-hmm. I want them to like, or like when they see all the names on the wall, oh, I know some of these words for like the songs, but what does that song title mean? Mm-hmm. Or who, you know, oh, I know that artist or, yeah, you know, it's just like, I, I want to create an environment that's welcoming. And I, I, I love what, um, what Miss Bud said when she was on here a few weeks ago about how I like that when you come into my classroom, it's hard to leave without learning something new. Right. And yeah. I, that's what I want. Yeah. Like I, I even There's for someone, conversation starters right, everywhere. Even yeah. for someone who doesn't have a, a specific interest in the language, it's like, how could you not leave knowing something different? Mm-hmm. Or noticing something right. about the atmosphere, the ambience, right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I usually just talking more about atmosphere i usually have some sort of like welcome slide up just because i i want to i want to create like a welcoming environment i mean i don't think that's necessary necessarily but i like to do it like that's my aesthetic Mm -hmm. so i i like i love google slides Mm -hmm. but um i like to have that up and then maybe i always play music like I, I mean, I turn it down soft, but that's something I learned when I was in private school. Was that it does make a room feel warmer, mm-hmm. and it feels more. Uh, I don't want to say like that that it feels crowded, but it feels crowded in a good way. Like mm-hmm. you're you feel enveloped by ease, the room. You're, you're yeah. put at ease. Yeah. Um. So it fills I, up some of the empty space. I love music. I'm I'm not like a big sign in sheet person. I mean, I know that I like write it down for myself because a lot of times they ask like mm-hmm. who came who and who came. didn't, mm-hmm. but I don't like have a sheet outside. Usually but they ask how many people from each mm-hmm. like class. Like yeah. Sophomore parents, junior parents. Yeah. And another thing that I do is, I, and I was thinking about seat, seating specifically because I was like, well, that's just something that I, I don't, I don't think I've ever really said or like thought about before, mm-hmm. but like, how are you going to be sitting with these people? Mm-hmm. Cause like sometimes I feel like it's, I, f- I feel like it's a bit of a. And if you do this, that's fine. It's just, for me, it seems like a bit of a cliche mm-hmm. to be sitting at your desk and the parents be sitting at the, uh, on the other on side the other of side. your desk. Like a that's, yeah, I said that that's how I was going to have it set up, but it might not because so we, how we have our classroom set up, which is pretty similar, we have them in groups of four, mm-hmm. um, would be for them maybe to sit in like where their kid sits just so they kind of know, yeah. you know where their kid sits. And then me stand up at the front of the classroom or like I usually wheel my like, I don't know what you call that, my little podium, podium. thing mm-hmm. around. Um, just to kind of get them a feel for what it feels like. Because I think as a grown-up, a lot of times we forget yeah. what it feels like to put ourselves in a more humble position. I mean, because they're sitting yeah. and we're standing, you know, just to kind of, I don't know. I think we forget that as grown-ups. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But you want them to experience, like, also what their kid experiences. Right, exactly. And yeah. I think that's a big part of it. But for me, it's like I will sit with them at the de- at at, the the at a student four. desk, mm-hmm. so like for like we like you said, we have them in groups, but they'll sit on one side, I'll sit on the other, mm-hmm. just so I can sit across from them. Right. I like to be able to see their face. Mm-hmm. So, but I, you know, I was I was j- when I was thinking about sitting at your desk and having them sit across from you, that seems like every movie I've ever seen mm-hmm. of a parent teacher conference yeah. where you're like in there with the teacher and the teacher's like sitting at their desk and then yeah. the parents are sitting across and I'm like, I don't know, that seems like. Home Alone or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's very, like, it's stereotypical, I guess, yeah. is what w- that is. But also, at the same time, like, I don't know. And maybe it should be with the kids, because I do feel like kids have kind of uh, lost the idea of respect a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know? like So maybe I should sit more at my desk for the kids, but not necessarily for the parents kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to sit at my desk, girl, please. No, I never sit at my desk. I like to sit. I like to sit. But I like to sit usually at my podium. Yeah. Do you have a stool? I do. Okay. I have a... Uh, a defunct lab chair uh, that yeah, 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 then okay. someone brought wheels to me for. So it now you it wheels. Have wheels on it? Yeah, oh. girl. You can wheel I'm, around I'm it? mobile, <laughs> not the city. Uh, see, I would fall off mine if mine had wheels on it. No, I, I love that off. thing. I'm, I like uh, last year at the end of the year, the teacher, there was a teacher up here that she works on the first floor now, but she, you know, like at the very last day, we had like a push us in the chair and see how far we could go wow. down the hall who won me of course <laughs> did you cheat <laughs> no i didn't cheat <laughs> I, I will say that i did have uh m- i had a a bigger person pushing me mm. so that maybe yeah it definitely did i feel like this is a side note but my shoe come untied and now i just have to leave it because i don't have like a microphone stand or anything <laughs> 
So it's just going to have to be on top. Can we hold it? I can hold no, it it's fine. It's really <laughs> fine. Okay. So those are the first two. Mm-hmm. The third one next. is, yes, academics or accountability. I mean, it mm-hmm. just depends on what you want. But they're they're kind of one and the same. It's like, what are you going to show? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have work? Do you have, like, something to show the parents that they've been, what they've been working on? Mm-hmm. I am a notorious thrower awayer. So oh. I I really rarely have anything to show them mm-hmm. unless it's like a project that they've done or like something that I've just randomly kept. But most of the time, I just can talk about it and it's fine. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a, that's a good solution. I'm saying you <laughs> shouldn't be like me and you should keep at least something so to show them. I, I am a notorious thoroughware as well, but I only throw away that which I don't grade. So like... I if I put it if I've put it in our grade keeping system, can we say the name of that? Yeah. Uh, so Skyward. So if I put it in Skyward, I keep it because I that c- that's where the accountability comes in a little bit for me too. Like I want to be able to go back and be like, well, why'd you give me that? Oh, okay, yeah. because this, that, and the other thing. Like I want to be able to have that, and I save those papers that I have put in Skyward yeah. for at least the nine weeks, usually this semester, and then I'll start again at the yeah. semester. Um, but just in case, and I've never had it where I've needed to go back a semester, but... As I soon as you throw it away, it's going to be the top. Exactly. <laughs> so I throw, like, today I did something, and I'm just going to throw it away. But yeah. I'm not going to take it for a grade. But if I take it for a grade, then I'm going to keep it and put it in um, my, f- my cabinet thing. Um, uh-huh. And I did have that. So accountability, I was actually thinking about that because I graded a project that I am never doing again, I've decided. Mm-hmm. Family tree. Yep. Uh, never doing it again. You've been doing it pretty strong for what four years now. Yeah, and I've, I'm not doing it again. Uh, and I graded it kind of harshly because I've graded it not very harshly before. Yeah. And the kids are like, "Well, why did I get this grade?" And I probably should have given them a little bit more feedback on it. A lot of things went wrong there. Um, but <laughs> because I have the accountability piece, I graded it per the rubric. Uh-huh. Uh, so when they say that, I can go to my little my handwritten grade book, I guess. Yep. Um, and be like, "Well, I gave you a four in that because your sentences weren't right, or because your it was messy, or because you know I have the reasoning there, or so because I wanted to." Now, don't say that. No, I'm, I don't say that. But some of them are really messy. Like Sometimes you just need to be like, this isn't good work. It's just not your best. Or like it, w- it wasn't never anyone's best. Yeah. It just wasn't good. Well, or I mean, I guess I could. And I do. I show them examples. We went out in the hallway and yeah. looked at the examples. I showed them like what was good. So like, surely you see yours. Mm-hmm. And then you saw that one. And be like, oh, I can see why that's an A and mine's a D. Like, yeah. Makes sense. But it's good because, you know, these kids sometimes they'll go home and be like, well, I don't know why she gave me a 70 on that assignment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Do you want to know why I gave you a 70 on that assignment? Because I wanted to give you a 50. Yeah. And I, w- no. and I, and I had to talk myself up uh, to that number. To a 70, yeah. No, my favorite is, and I get this email quite a lot from those DF students. They're like, well, turn everything in. She didn't have grade it yet. She didn't put it in a grade book yet. That's my favorite. Or, yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, really? And then I'll look through mine, and I don't have it. And they're like, but I gave it to you. I remember giving it to you. And I'm like, okay, let's just, just humor See, me. See, that's, that's a look good way. Look in your folder. That's just a good reason folder. to keep the stuff. Exactly, because I can go yeah. through and be like, no, I don't have it. Yeah. Or And I'll be like, okay, well, I don't have it. And they're like, but I remember giving it to you. And then I'm like, okay, look in your folder. Just humor me. Look in your folder every time. It's yeah. right there. I'm like, yeah. well, that's why I didn't grade it because it's in your folder, not my hands. Like, yeah. But yeah, I cannot when those when they are like, well, I gave her everything she was doing graded. And I'm like, some people do that. Some people are terrible graders. But you give me a week, that's what I'm supposed to have. And it's in there. Like, yeah. I'm not, no. She's talking about me. me when she says some people are terrible graders. It <laughs> is It is me. Is it a call out? I am good at a lot of things. <laughs> grading is not one of them. <laughs> I saw that I'm not good at grading. I'm not good at timely grading. Mm. How about that? Okay. But fine. I will say I only have to have four uh, every yeah, four weeks. That's true. They did so change. They changed that though, eh? That's what I'm saying. They did, and so that has been that has been helpful. Great. Yeah. yeah. It used to be it was 18 for the that whole semester for the whole nine weeks, and now it's nine. nine. But that's I'm like, because for me, it's like this has nothing to do with parent-teacher conference. Well but I just want to say it. Yeah, but for us, it's different. <laughs> for parent-teacher conference, accountability is not the same thing. But anyway, what I wanted to say was it felt like there was no, you can't be rigorous with that much work that you have to make sure that's graded. Like, I feel like the rigor, you lose rigor whenever you're like, you have to have 18 grades in nine weeks, which isn't a lot. It's two a week, but like. It is a lot though. Sometimes. When you got a hundred plus kids. Well, yeah, but, and then sometimes like, I don't, I may go three days without grading anything because it's just doing it for to see if you can do it or not. Mm. Anyway, I like that Anywho. it's nine because I feel like I can be more selective. And it also, there it means more on their grade. That's true. You that, know what I'm saying? That is true. Like, if I say there, you, this is the one grade you're going to get, this, mm-hmm. like, ha- in the four weeks for this one specific aspect of your grade, then, 
yeah, you should probably take it seriously. Although then Boosky. they're asked inev- inevitably, they're like, well, is this for grade? And I don't ever answer that question. That's, that's what I good. say what is it's always, it's always you always need to be well thinking it's because for a grade. it is because the thing is is that if you sit over there and don't ever practice any of these grades that may yeah. or may not end up in the grade book mm-hmm. if you don't practice the thing that I take for a grade you're not gonna be able to do yeah that's like, exactly right well I mean but that you'll get your comeuppance anyway so anywho anyway so that's I do feel like grades yes. go into accountability with that because yes. that's what parents see so they and only also see the grades and also being able to another part of that is being able to justify, justify. what you're grading say that. what your I grades knew you were are say the word justify. that's because we're on the same wavelength Gosh, if we were it was literally <laughs> we were born on the same day but you were True. born 30 years before <laughs> me <laughs> 12 so i feel like maybe we're twins but maybe i got lost in a portal or something <laughs> Because I think we could be. It's also true, but what nobody did, else Did y'all know that? If you knew that comment, you knew it. But I d- did you know Heather and I had the same birthday? The same exact birthday. And they probably, the people, the people probably don't know this either, <laughs> is that uh, Luke is my brother. Like, I have a younger brother. He's two and a half years younger. And Luke looks just like him, acts just like him. Like, their sense of humor. It's actually really bizarre. It's <laughs> very bizarre. Like, they saw. <laughs> they I think saw I told this story before, but it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> they saw each other through the mirror. Like we went, uh, Luke came over to my brother's pool at, oh, circling back to the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother was inside and Luke was on the outside and they saw each other <laughs> through the door. <laughs> Their reflections are also extremely similar. Like it's just weird. But my brother is more awkward than Luke. Like if my, br- I don't think my brother's listening to this, but <laughs> when he meets new people, he's kind of awkward until you're his people and then you're his people forever. But his so body sense is tingling and he will listen to it now. <laughs> so that is one, that is one difference, but it is, it's just uncanny, really. So anyway, it is. It was kind of like looking in a mirror. Like I felt like I was in a fun house because <laughs> <laughs> it was through a glass door. It wasn't a mirror. It was like he was on the other side yeah. of the door, and I was like, "Have you seen those?" Uh, there's a. I can't remember what it was. It was an SNL where Jimmy Fallon and uh, Mick Jagger were oh. like playing each other. Really? Yeah, and through a mirror. I have to go. And they were pretending w- like. Jimmy Fallon was pretending to be uh, Mick Jagger, and they were like miming each other. Oh, That's what it felt like. Yeah. Felt like we were doing that weird <laughs> dance, song and dance. Mm-hmm. Although he wouldn't do a dance or a song. No, well, a song maybe, but <laughs> not dance. Anyway, so long story short, <coughs> you, you, it would be nice to have something to show them. Like yeah. when they come in, be like, "This is a good example of what your how your student works." Mm-hmm. Slash, if you have something to show them that they just didn't do mm-hmm. or they halfway did, you could be like, "This is a good example of your student's mm-hmm. work." Right. So, yeah, that's that. That's what well, uh, that's what I was gonna say. With the grades can be tied into the accountability and even the uh, uh, academics part, just because the only thing that the parents see is the grade book. Like yeah. all they see is Skyward, and like that the assignment names may or may not make sense to them. Yes, and even <laughs> I brought them in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't make sense. Of. Uh, or even our like grade like categories uh-huh. might not even make sense to them. Yeah. Um, and so explaining it, having the accountability, like explaining it, having a piece of work yep. for them to look at is like, oh, that's what the assignment is called. But this is what it actually is. Yes. Testing or whatever. It just, you know, kind of yeah. makes the grade well, just come to life. Yeah. It gives bit. you a chance to explain anything that they don't understand or that you feel like you need to explain. Because a lot of times they don't look at the syllabus. Like the yeah. parents don't look at the syllabus. So. Yeah. You know, it is good to, and it, to explain, like, for us in world language, like, this is why participation is so high. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you may have a, a class where participation is only 10%, but for me, it's 20, because it's important. Like, right. you have to participate. You can't just, like, glide by just doing the work and just mm-hmm. pretending, like, you know. So, that, yeah, all that to say that you need to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable, but also also you're holding their students accountable by showing them their work, if you have it. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you've got a couple days to get some... <laughs> To get yourself a I mean, I was literally thinking about that like while you were talking. I'm like, oh, I got a good song. <laughs> okay. And then the last one I had was availability. So for me, it's it parent teacher conference is a good the lights in the gym, like oh wait, no, it's the lights it's the, other in the, way the lights in the classroom got dark and I was like, What? Like very uh ominous. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's a monster. Um third time. That's the third time that's happened. I'm just saying. We should we sh- we're <laughs> probably twins, but you're way, way older. <laughs> twelve. Only twelve. <laughs> That's you're dri- you were driving. Who drives when they're twelve? In Ohio, you do lots of stuff no, when you're twelve. I didn't. T- for your information, I didn't live in Ohio when I was twelve. Indiana. Very good. Anyway, so availability. And that's where also, also both preachers. Also, so we, moved, we moved all over the place too. That's maybe part of it. Okay. Also, a- availability. Mm-hmm. So for me, 
parent teacher conference is a good jumping off point to be like you I don't <laughs> how do I say this in a way that sounds productive I don't need to meet with you in person you can communicate with me via email mm-hmm. I would prefer that actually so if you have questions if you have concerns if you want to know something please reach out to me that way you, I mean this is great that we're here having this conversation in person but sometimes it's quicker and easier for you just to send me an email mm-hmm. to to let them know that like hey, you can always reach me. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have this specific time where you come in and we talk. Yeah. It, you know, just to let them know that you're available to them. Well, and that it can be ongoing. Like, yes. you don't have to, like, if you forgot to mention something or, you know, whatever. Like, this can keep going. Right. Yeah. I really didn't have anything else to say about that, but I made it its own category. What? Availability? Availability. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but also, and you want to communicate that you're available for their kid, too. So like oh, well, yeah. A lot of times people are like, you know, it's nice to meet you. But, like, for example, I have a girl coming back. She hasn't been here for, like, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got this, like, comeback school plan and everything. And, you know, uh, on the back-to-school plan was, like, we'll set aside time to work with teacher on, you know, X, Y, Z. And I went up to her and I was like, okay, so, like, when's that time going to be? And I was like, do you have time before after school? Because we're not allowed to, you know, for homeroom, pull anybody. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, that was it. That was it. That was, no. all, that was the whole answer. <laughs> so I was like, uh, uh, so to communicate that we are yes. available for their kids, but if their kids don't have time, I guess that. Yeah. Well, and a, lot of, a lot of times if you get to speak with the parents, they, they can do a lot on their end right. that I don't think we can do on our end. It's mm-hmm. like. A lot of a lot of parents or a lot of kids are afraid of their parents, so it's it does work <laughs> in our benefit sometimes yeah. to. Well, and I, I have said that to kids too, like especially ones that I like know outside the classroom too. I was, do I need to text your mom? Like, I've already called her. You know, you know, just to make sure that they know, mm-hmm. like it's not an empty threat when I say, "Yeah, do you want me to call your mama?" Like, I'm gonna call your mama. Yeah, you know, like so that that unified front for the kids is yeah. an, an extra layer of accountability for them because yeah. they also, you know, need the accountability, not just, yeah. not just us. I, I say that knowing full well that we're, you know, not every child is afraid of their parent, but a lot of them are. Well, even not necessarily afraid even, but just like, oh, like you would do that. Like yeah. you would take the time because they know that it takes time and we have lots of students and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, if it's a problem, like we want to, yo, I'll solve it. Like we want to fix it <laughs> too. Great and reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because I'm old, so I can make references. Like Another that. thing is uh, the availability piece is yeah, we are available for their children, for their student, but we're also available for like for you for those of you who teach upper division. This is a good plug, Tom. Like to be like, hey, or because a lot of par- a lot of parents volunteer information. Like my kid really loves Spanish, or they really like your class. I'm like, if they really like my class, they should consider Spanish three next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Or AP, because those are, sometimes those programs can be a little bit hard to uh, feed. Yeah. And so, you know, it is it is your chance to sort of like plug that. And I'm sure the people in your department that teach it, if you don't teach it, then I'm sure they would be really appreciative of you as well. Oh, absolutely. Plugging that for them. Mm. Um, but it is like, it's just a great FaceTime. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <clears throat> I do think so, because I really struggle with that with it at least at the beginning of the year, like kids just want to drop it because their parents want them to, mm-hmm. you know, or they think it'll be so much more practical or whatever. Just, you know, being like, Hey, I, you know, I'm over here too, doing my best trying to teach the kids, you know, cultural competence and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like just to, I don't know, shout out to the lesser <coughs> studied, studied, available. Subjects, yeah. That we're, we're available and can teach your kid cultural competence and make the world, you know, a more, I don't know, available place that they can go and do and learn things that they didn't think they could well and it's just good to know any other language period like i mean i I keep i keep reminding my students that like the united states is one of the few places on earth where people don't know two and three Mm -hmm. already so it's just it it does put you at a disadvantage and like i feel like i don't know especially for those of us who are like actively trying to make sure that you can be competent Mm-hmm. speaking and confidently speaking another language like yeah it does kind of well and that, that's the that's not as normal like it's more normal to know more than one yeah you know yeah that that's the weird thing yes <laughs> not the other way around yes well this has been uh really fantastic i also i'm saying i, I want to just say i'm sorry i said last week when we ended very quickly that i was going to finish that conversation there's nothing we wanted to finish we didn't have anything extra to say about any of that <laughs> So it was a great one. 
thank you, Amber, for the suggestion. Yes. But we didn't have anything else we wanted to say about that. So, but there's probably not going to be a part two. Did we say there was going to be a part two? I think I did. But also, I said a lot of things. Maybe we should make day. part two now. Well, there's now, this will be episode 17. <gasps> what? And there is, pro- there's like between 17 and 20 hours of us just talking out there on the internet. That's a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we've come so far. If you, if you want a little chuckle, if you want to. Just l- just a little laugh. You need to go back and listen to like episode one <laughs> where we were like sharing one microphone between the three of <laughs> us. <laughs> and now we have like good high quality sound. Although it has gotten a lot messier in here. Yeah, but that's not. That that's not our fault. Th- no one even knows that. That's, that's just true. for us. There's yeah. it's it, it might have gotten a lot more messy in this room, but in our hearts, it's gotten a lot more organized. Mm-hmm. Clarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm really happy that uh, you are tuning in with us. I don't. We're, we are going to continue making these until Christmas, take a little break. We'll come back after New Year and then probably have season two. Mm. So that'll be maybe like 25 or 30 episodes nice. for season one. And then season two, if you have any suggestions, as always, we would love to hear them because it is hard as a human being to be the <laughs> unending replenishing content creator. Oh, so I've got some ideas though. Oh, oh God, I'll share Lord, she's she's got not that on air though. Obviously, she's got that weird look in her eye. <laughs> <laughs> but we we would also love to hear from you that listen to us. I know that it is you're busy and it takes time out of your day to like respond and like interact with us. But we really appreciate when you do. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear anything specific, or if you want to hear us talk about anything specific, we love to talk. Mm-hmm. That's our favorite thing to do. We have ourselves in our own ears. We literally, constantly, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost constantly, even when no one's listening. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you please let us know what you'd like to hear. But as always, you can find us on the on the internets. We're on Instagram, at Linguist Lounge. We're on Facebook. You can find us there too. And you can send us an email if you want to at linguistlounge at gmail.com. And as always, we thank you for spending time with us. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Ciao. The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Gaposi for use of your studio. You're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us. We are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.